Hi, welcome to the Levion Rose Podcast. May this podcast inspire you and make you smile. Thank you for listening. Hi, this is Rochelle Tayagonirez. Welcome to the Levion Rose Podcast. Today, I am in Boston at the Boston Public Library. This is the oldest public library in the United States, and it is done by the architect McKee in 1895. The earliest one is um, along Baldwin Street, but let's see how gorgeous it is. I'm going to show you. So, I thought it'd be appropriate to have it here. As I'm here on in Boston on location and I wanted to talk about books and how books is a way to travel as well as a kid as a young teenager as a teenager I've always loved books and I continue to love books it allows me to travel it allows me um, to go to places that otherwise I would not experience and to look into societies and cultures that I would otherwise not have privy to. So, to start that off, let's start with my favorite author of all time, Dr. Zeus. So, one of the books that I love from him is, Oh, the Places You'll Go. So, in the coaching sense, there is one that is very familiar with us. So, it goes like this, Oh, the Places You'll Go. You'll be on your way up, you'll be seeing great things. You join the high flyers who soars to the high heights. You won't lag behind because you'll have speed, you'll pass the whole gang. You'll soon take the lead wherever you fly. You'll be the best of the best wherever you go. Wherever you go, you will top the rest, except when you don't because sometimes you won't. I'm sorry to say, but sadly it's true that bang up and hang ups can happen to you. You can get all hung up in the prickly pear perch and getting your gang to fly on, you'll be left in a lurch. You'll come down from the lurch with an unpleasant bump, and the chances are that you'll be in a slump. Then you're in a slump and you're not much fun. Unslumping yourself is not easily done. You'll come to a place where the streets are not marked. Some windows are lighted, but mostly they're dark. A place you can sprain your both your elbow and chin you dare to stay out? Do you dare go in? How much can you lose? How much can you win? And if you go in, should you turn left or right? Or right and three quarters, or maybe not quite. Go around back or sneak in from behind. Simple it's not, I'm afraid you'll find. A mind maker appeal to make up his mind. You can get confused that you'll start to in, race down the long wrinkled roads at a breaknecking pace. Grind on for miles on weirdish wild place, headed I fear towards the most useless place, the waiting place for people just waiting. So, if you're like me, you've been in that place, and sometimes you just wait and wait, and you become impatient of what to do. So, and I know for me, I get really impatient. What should I do? What can I do? Is this my place? And then you get comfortable in that place, right? Get comfortable, you don't want to move because you think that's where you should be. But actually, you know, deep in your heart, you need to move. 
You need to make things happen. But you get that slump, you wait in that waiting place, and you get stuck. So, in that case, again, like I always said before, take a deep breath, in through the mouth, in through the nose, I'm sorry, out through the mouth, in through the nose, out through the mouth, in through the nose, out through the mouth. Let your shoulders drop, relax, clear your mind, and now you have space to know where you're going. Hopefully you'll have clarity. And if not, one of the best ways to do that is to write things out, as well as journaling. You know, journaling is a great, great, great way to figure out the truth of where you should be. Because when we journal, we write things that otherwise might be hidden. As another form of therapy, I used to journal when I was young. And I know I've met somebody who told me they've never, um, they never lost sight of themselves once they write things down. Because even though they might think they're writing gibberish, something comes out. Something comes out of the surface. Something comes out of the unconsciousness that becomes conscious, because that's what we want, right? We want the unconscious to be conscious, to, to learn the things that's hidden within us, to be out in the light, because it shouldn't be in the darkness. Much like, um, you know, we have collective unconsciousness that we realize some people that we've never met um, realize we have something in common with them, that realization becomes a collective consciousness. As I mentioned before, I, I had studied Jung. I read on his work. I'm a great admirer of his work because he looks into um, clearing up or having a clarity on dreams, things that we can't put our fingers to, but we know that exists that's in our mind, because our mind is just such a depth of knowledge and depth of, um, uh, a depth not just of knowledge, but information that's all meshed up and put together, and then they come dancing in our dreams. That's why our dreams don't make sense to us. So that is beneath us, meaning it's in our unconscious. And we want it to surface so that we could have clarity and it might point a way to what we should do next. And when you're in that waiting place, you know, you can become impatient, you don't know what to do, you just sit there. And sometimes it's okay. So yeah. If you're in a waiting place like this, it's so nice and you hear the nice water. Um, relaxing, it's meditative, and you forget that you want to go anywhere. So that becomes us, right? When we get too comfortable, we forget that we need to be someplace. But we need to realize, you know, where we should be and how we should do it. And one of the ways to do that is through writing. Through writing, reading, and just being good to yourself. Uh, if you don't, you know, if you don't have anybody to speak with, then I would just write. Because writing is a form of speaking, but to yourself. Writing is very helpful. 
sometimes writing is even more powerful than therapy or coaching because it unleashes things that's within us that are unconscious and brings it up to the conscious. So I highly, highly recommend writing. Um, another thing, since we're here at the library, I wanted to mention, again, of course, about reading. Reading great novels, reading journals. Those are great ways to find advice. Uh, any book that you, you pick up, I'm sure you could find some truth. I mean, there are awful books out there, but still, there are some things that you can find some truths or some advice from those books. And sometimes the book doesn't speak to you. Just put it down, get another book. See, you know, pick up a book that will speak to you. Maybe there's some hidden truths there that's waiting to be uncovered. Or maybe it just wants to be, you know, your friend to have a conversation with you. Having a conversation with a friend um, through books or through writing is very, very powerful, and I highly recommend that. I mean, it opens up so much of our world to another world. It opens up uh, knowledge and cultures that otherwise would be hidden from us. So I encourage you to pick up a book. And again, as a great thing is to, to take a walk to clear your mind. And if you're at night, at night at times like me, you know, you wake up the night and you don't know why you're awake and you're you're itching to and anxious to go back to sleep, but can just be patient with yourself. Again, be patient with yourself. Close your eyes. Don't open them. Just close your eyes and dream of things or repeat a mantra. For me, I say a prayer. And that gives me an opportunity to, to talk to God. Um, and for you, if you don't believe in God, to talk to yourself and see what's going on. But don't let it get in the way that it becomes, you know, anxious. And in a way that will get you up. Night is the time to rest. Your brain needs to rest. Your body needs to rest. So... Take that time to rest. Don't be too anxious. Do not, do not um, stress yourself out because that will have an effect on your overall outlook in life and your physical, physical, physical wellness. Okay, so again, um, talking now about urban design. Here in Boston, a lot of the things that were first in this, it come from here because it came from a city where people, you know, think of things, okay, maybe I can do this, maybe we should open a library so that people can read books, have a chance to explore through reading books, and people can afford it. So if we have a library, we open a free library, people will get a chance to explore different ways. And through that, you know, the city has become an intellectual city because it's always encouraged itself and its citizens to, to hunker down, especially in those cold winter, to open up a book and to meditate on it. Reading a book is another form of meditation. 
And as you know, as you're getting to know me, uh, meditation is a big part of who I am and how I practice peace in my life. And I encourage you to use that to be meditative, to be mindful in all you do and what you do. It takes practice. Uh, as science has proven, it takes 21 days for something to become a habit. So if you practice it for 21 days, it will become a habit. Practice long walks um, or short walks, but practice at least 10 minutes a day into your mind. And okay, I think we will be closing out as it's time to close soon as they're yelling about closing. Until they do that, I will still keep talking to you. So, anyway, yes. So, um, not far from here, actually, on Boylston Street, is the, where the marathon bombing happened, which is very sad. I, it was in 2013. And around April 2013, I remember that. It was actually in Afghanistan that happened. That was shocking to the city how somebody would, would destroy a, um, an old tradition. This is where the oldest marathon in the United States was held here in Boston. Tradition of the marathon, they would destroy that, try to destroy that, disrupt the city, disrupt this tradition for a terrorist act. But the city bounced back, as you can see and as you heard. I mean, Boston is a strong, uh, resilient city. So I'm very proud to be the part of this city. And I take it back again to its uh, way of hunkering down and being meditative of its actions, its ways, how its development, and how we encourage and inspire its citizen to pursue its intellectual path through reading, through writing being mindful of everybody's gift as much as it can. So of course, there are flaws here in the city, as there are flaws in all of us. But anyway, this is, um, I am very honored to be part of, um, be able to bring this podcast in this lovely city, in this lovely library, one of my favorite buildings in the city. Uh, good night, good morning, be kind and be good. Thank you for listening. Have a good day or night. Bye. Hi again, this is Rochelle. Sorry, I forgot to sign off with my Instagram account at Rochelle De La Vie Rose. My website delavierose.com if you're planning a retreat or want me to plan it um, email me at rochellelavierose.com and please if you can in October join me for a retreat and coaching in the beautiful city of Paris the city of light it's going to be meditative relaxing and there'll be some group coaching as well as solo coaching and of course some bonding Thank you so much. Have a great day. Have a great night. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your time. Be good. Be kind. <laughs>